This is a podcast version of our YouTube video. Make sure to subscribe to Oddspeedy on all platforms so you don't miss any content. Now on with the show. Hello guys and welcome to Odson Olympics. We are going to analyze the tennis tournament, the male chart, of course, with Novak Djokovic as big favorite with Sean Calvert and of course with you. So leave a comment in the video and if you enjoy our videos, press the like, subscribe to our channel and click on the bell to get notifications. And now let's go on with the show. So in the Olympics, of course, we have tennis. Uh, there are some medals to be won here. So let's analyze the male chart with Sean Calvert. How are you, Sean? Morning. Yeah, I'm good. Thank you. Yeah, pretty good. Yourself? I'm very good, yeah. I'm very excited to start watching the Olympics and also the tennis uh, tournament. Unfortunately, no, it could be more exciting uh, if Djokovic was not playing here. He's a huge favorite, but maybe the conditions uh, very humid in Japan is hardcore, so can benefit him. What do you speak here in this uh, tennis tournament in the Olympics? Well, we're going back to what we talked about just before Wimbledon, which is um, which is Djokovic um, on a tear. Basically, he's got he's got history in his hands. Really, not only can he do the the yearly Slam, the, the calendar Slam, which hasn't been done since 1969, but he can do the Golden Slam as well, which no man has ever done. Um, only ever been done by Steffi Graf, uh, 1988, I believe. Um, she's the only person to ever have won four Grand Slams and the Olympic gold medal in the same. You know, in the same year, uh, Djokovic has the chance to do that now, and it's it's it looks like a fabulous chance for him. No Nadal, no Federer, um, looking untouchable. Won Wimbledon really without getting out of getting out of second gear, I would say. Um, you know, he's got a few more gears left uh, to, to go to. I don't think he really played that well at Wimbledon. He didn't need to. Did what he needed to do, um, and now you know he's he's looking at his legacy. This is this is his legacy. You know, I won this. No, no other man has ever done this. What what a great opportunity for him to do it. Um, in terms of in terms of the conditions, well, I'm hearing some some reports. A lot a lot of the players and the coaches are saying about these Tokyo courts that they're a lot slower uh, than they usually are. Usually, this tournament is on the ATP Tour around about sort of September, um, and it, they're normally really quick. Tokyo is normally known for being one of the fastest courts on the tour. Um, all the players, uh, the coaches, they're all saying it's, it's a lot slower than that now. These courts that they've laid in the Ariake Coliseum this time of, of, uh, seem to be a lot slower. Um, they're using a, a Bridgestone ball, which which I've never heard of. I've never heard of a Bridgestone tennis ball. This must be some sponsorship thing that they've, they've got tied up with the Olympics. Um, and the guys are saying they're fluffing up really quickly. And I think that could have quite a, a big impact on on who goes well this week. It's slower courts than we were expected. Balls fluffing up uh, makes it generally makes it harder to hit winners, uh, which which you would expect uh, would favour Novak Djokovic. However, you could also say best of three sets, maybe a slight advantage for the for the underdogs. Have you don't have to take three sets off him. You know you've only got to take two. <laughs> as, as, as easy as that would be. Um, so yeah, I mean conditions. Possibly playing into Djokovic's hands already. He's, he's got a he's got a really nice round one against Hugo Delian. Yeah. I mean that you could you could not ask for a, for a nicer draw than that in the first round. I'd, I'd be surprised if Delian takes more than three or four games in that match. Um, so yeah, Djokovic, massive favourite obviously at the moment. 
Yeah, we have the odds. Actually, we can check the odds for the male chart. And we have Djokovic, a huge favorite, 1.6. As you said, the first round is going to be against Delian. He already knows what is winning a medal in the Olympic, uh, but it was bronze in the male chart in Beijing. Remember that the last two gold medals were for Andy Murray, who is also in um, in Japan. So after Djokovic, who is the huge favorite, huge favorites, we can make some money. We are hopeful that they might be a surprise. And we have a lot of Russians actually in the favorites. Within the favorites is the team uh, offering more players in the top nine favorites. Let's start with uh, Medvedev. Uh, odds for them. Mm -hmm. 5.0, two titles this season, Mallorca and Marcel, however, in Grand Slam, last 16 in Wimbledon, quarterfinals in Roland Garros, and of course, he reached the final in Australia, his best uh, achievement so far this season. Second favorite for Sean, uh, for Medvedev, Sean, what do you expect about Yeah, I mean, I, I backed Medvedev at Wimbledon and he was pretty disappointing, to be honest. He, he uh, he had a, a, a very good chance to get past her catch and get to the get to the um, quarters. I think it would have been against against Federer, um, which which would have been a very winnable match for him. Um, so a little bit disappointing there. He, he he's he hasn't really taken to the grass so far. So we'll we'll kind of gloss over that a little bit. Um, back on the hard courts, yes, you would have to give him a good chance. Um, again, he's one who I would want the conditions to be quicker for. Uh, for me, he plays his best tennis on, on, on in, in quick conditions, um, faster conditions than more apparently that we're going to get here. Uh, the ball's fluffing up. Don't like that either. Um, if that's if that's going to be the case, that's going to make life difficult for Medvedev. Um, yeah, bottom half of the draw, away from Djokovic. Every chance of making the final. Again, he's, he's drawn with Tsitsipas, which it may well come down to one of those two. Um, do I see him beating Djokovic when Djokovic is on? He's got history in his hands. Not really. Uh, possible, yeah. Of course, it's possible. We've seen him do it before. He's beaten Djokovic on, on, on numerous occasions, several occasions. Um, so certainly over the best of three as well. So yeah, possible. But I, I, I'd probably want a, a bit of a bigger price out Medvedev at the minute, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Favorite number three you mentioned. Him, Sisipas, uh, semi-finals in Australia, two titles also yeah. this season in Lyon and Monte Carlo, but also he's been doing great, especially on clay this season with finals in Roland Garros. Barcelona, very disappointed in Wimbledon, out in the first round. He even played the Hamburg also with not a lot of success. Uh, options for him? Yeah, I, I actually did tip him to, to not do well at Wimbledon. I, I went for TFO with a, with a one and a half set head start in that Wimbledon match because, well, two reasons. One, Sips of Pass has done absolutely nothing on grass so far in his career. And, and two, he, he sometimes takes a little bit of time to get over painful defeats in, in big, big matches. And that, that loss, obviously, at Roland Garros to, um, to Djokovic from two sets up, you can't get much more painful than that. Uh, so I'm not surprised he lost at Wimbledon. Not surprised that he lost at Hamburg because I didn't, I didn't really see the point in him going there it was literally just for one week on clay and then you're away to the Olympics on hard court. So, so a bit of a strange decision for me for him to play Hamburg. Didn't obviously didn't work out for him. Uh, they're obviously, as I talked about, the conditions slightly slower here than normal in Tokyo. I think that will probably help Sitsipas a little bit. As you say, he's done, he's done a lot of his best work on clay lately. Um, 
and he does he does like to um, take his time on some of the shots. So I, I I think if I was made to pick a guy who's going to win the bottom half, I probably would pick Sitsipas. Um, again, is he going to beat Djokovic in the final? Yeah, maybe. Uh, but what's his price? Six to one? Are we looking at there? Uh, six to one. Yeah. So yeah, I, I certainly. On paper, you would put him in uh, with, a, with a reasonable chance of beating Djokovic. Would I back him at, set, at six to one? No, probably not. Mm -hmm. uh, another guy who's done well on clay this season is Zverev. Odds 12.0 for him to win this tournament. Uh, title in Madrid, in Acapulco. This is a hardcore and lost in last 16 in Wimbledon semifinals in Roland Garros. So again, Good on clay for Esverev, doing something here for him? Yeah, possibly. Um, the, the other thing that people talked about um, in the early stages of what we've seen of conditions are that the, the ball is the balls are bouncing quite high. Uh, and I think that will certainly favour the taller guys, Esverev being one of them. So if it's slow and it's bouncing high, I think you, you, you would be looking at someone like Esverev. Uh, certainly possible. That he can beat Djokovic over the best of three sets, done it before. Um, in the top half of the draw, he will have to beat Djokovic to get to the final, uh, which obviously isn't ideal. But I would rather, if you ask me, would, would I rather back Zverev at 12s or someone like Sitsipas or Medvedev at sixes? I, I certainly would go with Zverev because he has that, he has that ability um, to beat the very best in the world. Uh, double the price, yeah, I probably would put Zverev down as um, as one of my top sort of two or three, if I was going against Djokovic, which I'm probably not. <laughs> but if I was, then yes, Zverev, I would, I would certainly put him up there. The conditions, from what we've heard, I, I would suggest they probably would help Zverev. So yeah, he's definitely up there. We have to say that in the Olympic tournament in tennis, there were many surprises in the history. Of course, Murray won the last two editions against Del Potro and Federer, but we saw yeah. Fernando Gonzalez in the final against uh, Rafa Nadal in Beijing. We saw Nicolas Massou winning in mm. Athens uh, against mm. Martich. So historically, the, we had some surprises in the Olympic tournament because it's kind of a squeeze in, in the <laughs> ATP calendar. So yeah. when you are also betting on individual games, pay attention, of course, to Sean's uh, tips, not only for the um, outright market, but if you think some player is going to do well, is uh, worth it to back him when they are playing uh, favorites, especially when we come to the following names, more youngsters with the prices really high to win the gold medal, very unlikely, but maybe they can get into the semifinals and fight for the medals like Rublev, odds 26.0, the 23-year-old Russian, one title this season in Rotterdam, also one final uh, finals in Monte Carlo and Halle. What do you think about him? Uh, we've, we've spoken about Rublev a few times um, ahead of big tournaments. I'm, I'm still not convinced that he's got the self-belief uh, to win a title like this, or, or a major, if I'm being honest. Um, I think he, he's, he's one of those players that you, you, your eye is drawn to him. You watch him play and you think, wow, this guy, you know, he's really going to cause some damage. And he does, uh, it, it, against players that aren't of elite level. You put him up against someone like a Djokovic, um, or generally speaking, or a Nadal, 
they're going to find the holes in his game and there are holes in his game um, mainly the backhand side he's improved it he's improved these things he's improved the serve a little bit he's improved the backhand a little bit is it enough yes against most players no against against someone like a, a Djokovic uh, again he's drawn against Djokovic I think he'll have to beat him um, relatively early on to get to the final I can't see it happening, especially with the fact that the courts are slow and the balls are fluffy. I, I, that's not going to help him either. Um, don't see it, to be honest. I, I, unless something happens, unless something really strange happens to Djokovic, I can't see Rublev making the final. Mm -hmm. And another youngster, 20 years old, is uh, Albert Alassim, the Canadian that we saw him in Wimbledon doing pretty great, um, reaching the quarterfinals against uh, Berrettini. Sean, odds for mm -hmm. him very high, of course, 29.0. Yeah, he's he's in the bottom half of the draw, I think, and he's 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 got Murray first up, if I remember rightly, uh, which will be an interesting encounter. Um, I, I just talked about Rublev not having self-belief. I mean, I, I, Felix, you, you've got to be worried about him. The fact that he's played eight, I think, either eight or nine uh, finals on the ATP tour, and he, I, he's lost all of them. I don't think he's even won a set in any of them. Um, so you would have to question his massively question his. Um, his big match temperament at the moment. He is only very young, obviously. That that I would I would expect to improve, but at the moment, you can't really trust him to to play to turn up and play his best in big matches with that terrible record in um, in finals. He should beat Murray. I'd be, I'd be surprised if he lost to Murray. Um, it's a possibility. He's a, he's a guy that could that could go deep. Um, but I, I'd be I'd be amazed if he if he won the tournament. Certainly, that's for sure. Yeah, he's a huge favorite to beat Andy Murray. They are, actually, the odds are only 1.4 for yeah. him. Uh, then we have uh, Karatsev, <laughs> probably you will mm. the same for him. Odds 34.0, one title for him in Dubai. And uh, of course, the big uh, highlight of his season, the semifinals in Australia. Yeah, I mean, he, he's the one that I've actually backed, Karatsev. Um, 33 to 1, I think it's a fair enough price. Uh, based on what he can do, um, he's—I would like it a little bit quicker. I, I, I did think that, that it was going to be quicker in Tokyo. It normally is, but obviously, from what we hear, it's not. Um, I don't think that'll be a, a massive negative for him. He's because he has that natural power, um, and that—that's—that's that's the key. If anyone's going to beat Djokovic here, they're going to have to knock him off the court. They're not going to beat him tactically, I don't think, unless Djokovic has a, a, a nightmare, which is unlikely. So. Karatsev, he's done it before. He beat, he's beaten Novak Djokovic on Novak Djokovic's home, personal home court, Novak Djokovic Tennis Centre in Belgrade uh, a few months ago. That was on, on clay, on really slow clay. Um, and, and he beat him. He beat him. So he won't be afraid of playing Novak Djokovic. We shouldn't be. If you've already beaten the world's number one, you know, what fear do you have? He's got the talent, he's got the ability, he's got the, the, the power. Um, so yeah, 33 to 1. It's obviously a bit of a long shot, as you say, but he's got he's got a he's got a decent draw. He's got to beat Djokovic, obviously, but you're gonna to have to beat Djokovic to win this tournament. So for me, yeah, thirty-three to one. That's that's my that's my long shot for this this event. Character every chance, I would say. And the last name I'm gonna to throw to you is uh, Hachanov. Odds forty-one point zero. His debut is gonna be against the Japanese uh, Nishioka. And this season so far, the best probably we just saw him in Wimbledon reaching the quarterfinals. Yeah. Um, again, catching off similar. Um, 
it's similar to what we just talked about with Karatsev. Yes, he's got the power. Yes, he's got the ability. Uh, he hasn't really produced its probably. He hasn't produced his best certainly for about the last two or three seasons since he since he beat Djokovic pretty comfortably. I think he was in the Paris final um, indoors about two or three years ago. Hasn't really produced it since then. Uh, he's become a father and you know a few other things uh, gone on. Hasn't been the same player. Yeah, he could do. Yeah, he he, he has that. Um, he has that ability. There's a good camaraderie in that in that Russian side as well. They went well at the ATP Cup at the start of the year, I think, if I remember rightly. Um, so I think it's a pretty tight squad. It's a pretty decent squad. The fact that it is a more of a team event. I know it's an individual, but obviously you've got your teammates around you there. I think that, that will probably help the Russians. Um, I can't see catching off when he, he doesn't have the consistency. Uh, I, I actually had backed um, Corder uh, a huge price at Wimbledon, and I was. Found myself pretty unlucky that catching off beat him in a in a crazy fifth set match there. That I think it had about nine or ten or eleven breaks of serve in it in, in the fifth set. It was it was, it was crazy, but um, I, no, I can't I can't see catching off winning this tournament. Um, he's got the ability to go to go deep, but winning it, I I would doubt it personally. And then uh, Sean, just to finish this video, we have a lot of big names in the tournament, a lot of veterans. We have uh, Nishikori, we have Murai. We have Chilich, uh, we have, well, Sparsman is not a veteran, but also a big name, Fognini. Uh, do you think some of these names in the Spanish uh, squad, we have uh, Carreño. Do you think some of these names can do something big here and reaching at least the semifinals to fight for the medals? Or not really, these are <laughs> big names once upon a time, maybe for Beijing. <laughs> but no, it's, it's it's possible, yeah. I mean, you, you, people like Fognini, he, he, he loves playing for Italy, you know, and that's, that's, that's the kind of unknown factor that, that this tournament has when you compare it to, to other tournaments or the regular tournaments. This is definitely once every four years. You know, it, it depends on how you feel about representing your country, whether that kind of makes you a bit nervous or whether you, you know, really love it. It just depends on the kind of play you are. Fognini is one of those ones, for example, that, that for me seems to really love playing for Italy. Um, others, we're guessing a little bit um, as, as to how they how they will react. Um, but it, it can give you a boost, like as you said earlier. You know, you wouldn't have expected Nicholas Massou to win. Uh, I think it was 2004. Uh, I think he won, uh, and he ended up playing Marty Fish in the final. Then nobody would have picked that final. Look, looking at the field, you just you, you know, I think Federer was in it. I think um, there was Roddick and Ferrero and all these guys, uh, and it ended up being. You know, fish against against Matthew. So yes, it's possible. It can it can give you a big boost in the Olympics playing for your, playing for your um, your nation. Um, it would be unlikely that the likes of Chilich or Fognini, um, Murray says he's feeling the best he's felt in the past year or so. But is that saying much? <laughs> I'm not sure that it is. Uh, it would be great. I mean, but, but he's a, again a proven competitor uh, playing for his country. So it, it could inspire them. That's the thing that we don't know. Um, how they feel, how it, how they react to playing uh, for their nation. Possible with these guys, um, but you know it is a long shot, I would say. Yeah, well, thanks, uh, Sean. Just let me mention, of course, that in Oddspedia we also have the outright odds for the men chart and for the women one. And in the women WTA we have Osaka favorite odds 4.10, then Barty 5.5, Sabalenka 8. Sviatek 9.5 and 
Garbiñe Muguruza, we all hope that she can get a medal in Spain, 12.5. Let's see then and let's enjoy the tennis tournament, always very exciting. And thanks, Sean, for your insight as always, and see you very soon. Pleasure. Thanks very much. I hope now you have more information to bet on tennis in this uh, Olympics. Let me know what you think, of course, in the comment section. And don't forget to click on the like button, subscribe to our channel and click on the bell to get notifications. Also, we have a podcast for you. See you very soon.